There's no toilet paper in the world. People are self-quarantining and drinking Corona when they don't even like Corona. Is it the apocalypse? I don't know. But this is the Corona Chronicles. Episode 56. Here we go one more time. Everybody is not feeling fine. I'm not sick. And by I'm, I mean hi, I'm Caitlin. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Um, this is not your everything is wonderful, perfect, amazing in life kind of podcast. This is a very conscious stream of rambling kind of podcast. Um, that I started at the somewhat beginning of Corona, everything. (laughs) But I know that, I don't know what I'm saying. I feel drugged and I'm not. (laughs) Let's just start with that. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) I've got my coffee. I haven't had it yet. I did have lemon water. We're, we're going to get this moving. We're going to get this moving. So yes, another day, another podcast. And if you've made it through this first minute, congratulations. You are a true listener. But, not but. Yes, welcome to this episode. Could I have rambled any more? Jeez. Well, the beauty of this show is you hear everything in its raw form. You don't get an edited episode. So this this is real. This is real life. This is how I think. This is how I talk. Um, yeah, everyone is not feeling fine. Let's Let's start there. Uh, I don't feel sick right now, which is great. I have been rocking a headache for the most of this past week. And it does feel like it's oxygen related because as soon as I take my oxygen off, it only takes a little while before my headache starts up. And it's isolated to just my left side of the face. But it feels like I can't always move the left side of my face. Whereas the right side feels perfectly normal. But the headache just... I feel like my face is bruised, and it's not. But I don't have that right now, which is one good thing. Yes. So, why are we not feeling fine? We have crossed the 60, less than 60 day mark of when we need to move, or when we will be moving. And we started this process (laughs) and no matter how well you plan it's all just overwhelming why are you moving we're a military family my husband has orders to his next place so it's time for us to go we uh our plan was to sell this house here in florida uh which is very new We only owned it for about two years, and we just 
we're coming close to finishing reconstruction after Hurricane Michael. So it's basically a brand new house again. And the plan was to sell this house, um, use the VA loan that we used on this house to buy the next place out on the West Coast. And we have officially met with some realtors. One realtor said, gave us a, a decent range of what we could list our house at. The second one, who we liked better, she was far more direct and answered specific questions. She gave us a much smaller range. So small that we would, to make it do anything in a reasonable amount of time. Um, we had wanted to bundle closing costs and everything into the, the sale of the house. So nothing would have to come out of pocket for us. Because we're still waiting on money from her game, Michael. And I have no problem saying that because maybe if enough fuss is made, something will actually happen. But it doesn't seem like that. And I don't mean my husband and I are sitting on our ass not doing anything about it all these months. I mean the insurance themselves. Just those people are not our friends. <laughs> so because we're still waiting on money, we have no cash on hand to cover closing costs. And in Florida, the seller or yeah, the seller is responsible for the buyer's uh, closing costs. So we don't have it on hand and we wanted to bundle it. And the second realtor we met with was like, um, you're going to need four to 5000 out of pocket right now to, to get this to move based on the competition that we have in this area. And I, I can speak for myself. I, I did not even consider that we would have to owe money to get rid of this house. Every projection we had been looking at, the market value, all of it was going to give us a positive number and it was making us excited and like, okay, so all the trauma and the depression that we went through over this hurricane could feel like it was almost worth it to have a positive number come our way. So to think, to get rid of this trauma house, which is what I call it, and that's with a T, not a D. To get rid of it, we have to put money up and take a hit that way. Did not expect that. And I, I would guess from what I've heard from my husband, he did not expect it either. So it's definitely a bit of a, a blow to the stomach. Uh, financial worries and stresses have been always at the top of our list of issues and it hasn't helped the situation with me being unemployed for the past year and a half, two years, something like that. Um, and being a one paycheck family. And then the debts that we took on because we needed to live somewhere and have food and function during our displacement of Hurricane Michael. 
we haven't gotten the money from insurance, so we haven't been able to pay those off. And so the interest rises and the adulting is just at its finest or at its hardest. So looking at the process on this end is very cloudy right now. But I know things need to keep moving. Um, we are weighing all of our options. So before you go and get good idea fairy on me, um, we're looking at potentially renting, though we don't want to. We don't want to hold that risk and liability of this house anymore. We want to sell it. Um, but we're, we're looking at some other other options. I still just, I just want to sell this house. On the other end of things, West Coast. So in talking with uh, a money guy and whatnot, we, we know we could buy out there, but essentially we would need to afford two mortgages until this house sold. This house being Florida house. So, so it raises the question of, okay, we have to make sure we can afford everything. That's the position that we're in right now is we have to go into this expecting to pay the mortgage on the Florida house and whatever the cost of the places that we live in the next place. It would be beneficial to buy a place out there, to earn equity out there. Um, but when we move, we're going to have the same issue of needing to sell when we move. Comparing apartment prices to mortgages like on a condo out on the West Coast are very similar. And the need for a place to live, as well as the fact that we have to move out there, is work is requiring this. Like, the, the, we don't get to negotiate this. Um, we know we need a place to live. It's just the trauma and the financial hurt on this end here in Florida. I had a uh, acquaintance of mine reach out on social media yesterday, and she she said, "Oh, you know, I know someone who's living out that way, and if you ever need a friend, you can always set her up." And after we talked about house stuff, um, she asked, "You know, and how are you doing?" And I am so tired <laughs> of being that person. That for the past, when did Hurricane Michael happen now? I don't know. For over a year, at the very least, um, if you ask me how I'm doing, I'm not doing well. So many areas of my life are not doing well. I have small victories in a day, but overall, I'm not doing well. And when people have just a very quick conversation with you, and sometimes a very artificial conversation with you, um, I'm not going to lie to them just for the sake of having a quick convo and be like, yeah, you know, everything else is great, the end. Because that's lying to myself, that's lying to someone else, and I 
I don't want to do that. (laughs) But I know that people have to be sad for us. And sad's the closest word that comes to me when I'm low English. I don't feel like sad is the exact word I'm looking for, but it's the closest at this moment that I can come up with to express what I'm thinking. But I'm sure people have to be sad that for over a year, whenever they ask us how we're doing, it's like not good. (laughs) Still waiting on the same things, still having the same problems. Um, It just sucks. I hate being that person because I know magically I can't just wake up in the morning and everything is fixed. Everything is better. That's not how life works. Um, You can actively make choices to try to better your life and your moments, but there is no magic. Tomorrow's a brand new day and I'm going to start my new life and You can make some choices for that, but ultimately, no, that's not how life works. It's not how adulthood works. I'm I'm just tired of not having something super uh, socially acceptable, um, positive thing to respond with. People that just want to have that quick conversation and ask because it's the politeness of, it's a pleasantry to ask how someone is. They don't care that it was a major victory that I got out of bed. Uh, they don't, they don't always care that uh, I took care of myself and listened to my body and did self-care when I needed to. I don't know, maybe maybe it is just me, but I feel like all people really want to hear is that life is great, I, you know, everybody loves everybody, uh, our family is doing wonderful, our dog is the best dog, we are so excited to move, um, everything is working out perfectly, karma is on our side, and, you know, we're growing to a new level of happiness. I'm am I wrong? I feel like most of the time when someone asks how are you doing, they're not asking to hear about the negative things. They're not asking to hear how you're struggling. Maybe maybe it is just me. I don't know. So thankfully we have a really great realtor we found out for the west coast and she's been wonderful and uh the money guy out there has been so helpful but it feels like we need a quick breather we've really liked one place and that went so fast we didn't even have time to get an offer put in and we're talking less than two days 
Um, we did put an offer in on another place and they countered. So we said, all right, you know, let that expire and we keep looking. <sighs> Just woof. Um, I say woof. Chewy's not saying woof. Uh, oh, apparently Bud Light mentioned me in their stories today. Cool. That's a, that's a win. Is it positive? I don't know. I barely drink anymore. <laughs> but I had one seltzer yesterday, and apparently that makes it worthy of getting posted. Why are puppies' paws so soft? Sorry. Very distracted. Anyway, that's my current situation. I would bet that we're still in the same mode as I am right now next week. Um, I I know there's a lot of positives to moving to the West Coast. I know it's going to be better for my health. It's going to give me more health care options. Uh, it's going to give us colder climate, which we're very excited about. And people think we're crazy when we're like, yes, bring on snow. It's just the pain and the hurt that has happened here in Florida to top it off with. To get rid of it or walk away from it, you still got to pay more money. It's like, oh, thanks. So hopefully, put out if you guys can put out into the universe all the goodness that you have to offer, just it would be nice for some good. To come our way. I sound so sad. It's so depressing. Because I am. And that's okay. I acknowledge that I am those things. And I know that we are actively doing things to try and fix all of those things. And just have to trust the process. Which is the magic phrase. So I'm going to trust the process. And I'm going to keep plugging away at my day. And... Who knows, maybe make a YouTube video and get this episode uploaded for y'all to listen and just keep pushing, just keep trying, just keep trying to move forward. So I will try to move forward for the next seven days and bring you an update. Um, but as you heard me mention before, um, I started this podcast as a way to chronicalize as a high-risk person my experience with this pandemic. And I didn't have a set game plan going into it. I just knew I needed to start. I needed to document. I needed to just make that first episode and make that second episode. And now I can say I have 56 episodes, which is amazing. Um, but it's definitely the content has been not as clear cut of this is going to be all about COVID. It's definitely become more of like a daily journal. So I'm aware of it. I'm working on how I can 
take the nature of this show and turn it into something, and I, I'm, I'm definitely in brainstorm mode. I'll put it that way. And, you know, I've been an adult for a while, but with 30 just right around the corner, feels like a different level of adulting. And, man, do I feel all the pressure and all the stress from it. But we can talk about that another day. Till then, please stay safe, stay sane. Wash your hands for 20 seconds. Use soap over sanitizer when you have the choice. Keep your distance. Wear your mask. Just, you can call it whatever it is, but wearing a mask is going to help. A mask that is approved is going to help the situation. It will not hurt it. That's for sure. Choosing to not wear a mask will hurt the situation more. And I know I'm a high-risk person, so my opinion is very much on the side of, like, this is for my benefit, you know? Um, Okay, let me get off my, my soapbox, but please wear a mask. Avoid groups when you can. Um... And just think smarter, not harder. Hopefully the rain lets up here and I can do some weeding. And that has absolutely nothing to do with COVID. Okay. That tells me my brain is ready to carry on with this day. So I'm going to go. Remember to just breathe one day at a time. That's what we're doing here with this little community. It's one day at a time celebrating the little positives. One day at a time through this pandemic. Thank you for listening. I look forward to talking to you guys next week. You can find me on most social media with the handle at Caitlin Dargy. And until then. Bye.